No, I'm, I'm about to get them. That's all right. We're, cookies, we're so. recording anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> Dave didn't warn you. This is what we do. I, like, I just I start recording and then all of a sudden he's like, oh crap. So. <laughs> That's cute. You think it's my first time on a podcast? Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome back everybody to the Project Gen X podcast. I am your host, one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with I'm the other guy, Big Dave. And we have, if you couldn't already tell, we have a special guest today. Uh, introduce yourself. Hello. Hello, my name is Barry. I've known these two losers for quite some time yes, now. Yes, yes, you have. So. <laughs> Alan has often told me that if he ever gets on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I'm his phone a friend. I so. yes, yes, mine yes. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. Now, now that I have his number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have it prior to the the text mess. Okay, that's what I was like. Yeah. So right, you so. you can blame him for that. I'm still wondering why when you call me, it comes up saying scam likely. You know, that's the part that's throwing me off. <laughs> Just get used to me borrowing money from you. That's I guess. Are you trying to sell me car insurance? I mean, what's going well, on? I want to know about your uh, your uh, extended warranty. My extended warranty, yeah. <laughs> or your student loans, one of the two. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I guess that would probably be in reverse on that one, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. They're calling you, Dave. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think you're, you're the... Th- Third guest we've had on this show. Well, I am honored Proper, and a little yeah, terrified. We had Corey, we had Miss Nay, and now you. Yep. So maybe third time's a charm. Actually, I, no, Miss Nay did really well in hearing. Yeah, you better say Corey, she did really well. Corey, uh, no pressure. You. Corey, I guess he got your, or I saw that he texted you about that. Yeah. <laughs> that you didn't call him out on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I just, I, for the record, I know you didn't call me out. So. Well, and, and there's one thing that you brought up in an earlier podcast okay. that uh, I'd like to, to try to address with you, sir. Go right ahead. Uh, you had called yourself a Sasquatch because you were a true Nashville native. Well, if you're a Sasquatch, I guess that makes me the Loch Ness Monster. Because you're so. one also. I yes, know. sir. And that, well, yeah, that's all, you know, Corey's from here also. Oh, is so, he? Yeah, so. Okay. It's funny because... The more I say that, the more people come out of the woodwork. Like, hey, I've lived here. My, hey, you forget that I've been here forever. Yeah, Brian, exactly. You know, Brian. Well, that you know, my, my buddy from high school. You know, he's been here forever too. You know, so it's, well, my wife Miss Nay was born a Baptist. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. There so you go. She's so, she considers so herself a unicorn. Apparently, there's a whole lot more of us than <laughs> than I have given credit for in y'all, the past. So. Y'all should start a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah we really exactly. should. And have I like know. weekly or monthly meetings. Yeah, well, or all something. we're gonna do is complain about you. So. <laughs> We'll call it kicking the hornet's nest or something, you know? Hey, you, you already said that I was honorary. I know. So. I know. Yeah, you've been here about 30 years now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's okay, you so may as well be. I you're mean, a native by proxy there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm old enough that I remember when Blue Sky Court went to the Phoenix, and then the Phoenix went away and became the eighth day, and then the oh, eighth wow. day well, became. You know, it, it's one of those things that I'm willing to give. You know, like we've talked about this. We're not even getting into our topic yet. We've talked about this before. <laughs> of um, We've talked about this before with, with you know, with Nashville being a metropolitan or Davidson County being a metropolitan government. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you lived anywhere inside Davidson County, you are from Nashville. Yep. I mean, the, no, 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 no matter if, you know, it's Madison or, you know, Gulletsville or whatever it is, it's like Antioch, any of those places. It's like, no, you are, you're a Nashville citizen. Well, now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I am willing to give a little bit beyond that. Like, okay, I'll, I'll let Franklin, or Brentwood, anyway, say that they're from from Matt from Nashville. You know, I'll let you know. Well, part of Brentwood is in Davidson I, County. I know, and, yeah, and, so. but I mean, but even like you know, I'll I'll even let Laverne 
because they're right over the Rutherford County line. I'm like, I'll let you guys claim Nashville. Okay. Okay. But what I hate is whenever somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Nashville. I'm like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from uh, Pulaski. I'm like, you're not from Nashville. That's not even the same state. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're in Middle Tennessee does not mean you no. are in Nashville. No. So it's, uh, <laughs> but I do see that every once in a while. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from, uh, you know, I'm from Columbia. Mur- I'm from yeah. Murfreesboro. Yeah. That's not Nashville. That's not no, Nashville. That's a <laughs> no offense, but that's an no, entirely you. different country down oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, when your entire government is basically determined by a college, that ought to tell you something right there well it's it's one of yeah. those things that when i when i have to go south to alabama i i drive around rutherford county i don't come in with any county i think there's still part of alabama are you going to that you're going through rutherford county that's a good point <laughs> i know we get you for christmas south you know i mean it's a <laughs> i know we're getting you for christmas a globe all right <laughs> yeah no i just i don't i do not go to murfreesboro yeah. i have been harassed by the police down there i don't know how many times and it's it doesn't matter what car i'm in it, i get pulled over the no, second no, no. i pull you, in the there, county there is worse dealing with the Smyrna, that oh. those are the cops mm-hmm. you don't want to there, mess there with. Was, there was a time that Smyrna was yeah. known as Ridleyville because yeah. they actually had you know big billboards on the side of the road that said "Welcome to Ridleyville, Speed Trap USA." Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it's just like you know we had it's not it, it, it dissipated about ten years ago. We had Lakewood over here. Oh yeah, and they were I mean they literally had a sign on each end because literally they were just mm-hmm. a strip of, of land. Uh, you're entering of, and you're now leaving, it, so you know yeah, when it's safe. But it yeah. said you cannot afford to speed in this town. Mm-hmm. I mean on each end of it they put those up and they would, dude. It was forty five miles an hour through there. If you were doing forty six, they were pulling you over. It's the only time I, I mean, that was that is the only town I ever got pulled over for attempted speeding. Yeah. Took you a minute on that one, Dave. I told, I told, I told, I told, I told this story. That's a good one. I got, uh, I got a, uh, a a moving violation from them for not stopping at a stop sign, mm-hmm. which I did, and I argued with the cop. Oh, lovely. Because, you know, I was young and, and would do that kind of stuff back then. Yeah. Young and bulletproof. But it was one of those things that, like, you know, after I kept saying, no, I stopped, you know, he finally, his response was, a full a full legal stop or a legal stop is whenever all four wheels come to a complete stop and I'm like so one of them was still rolling like what you know it's a he wrote a nice ticket for that so. Alan, yeah. Alan was the first one in town that actually had spinners on his car and no, he just threw no, them no. off no I've known was, his cars it's a good back, possibility that one of his wheels was still spinning uh, <laughs> that was back in the Cadillac days so uh, uh, yeah my driving one of my parents caddies so all right I'm here anyway, by going to call this podcast right, order I know, yes. I know. I know. So, so since we are right here at the, we're getting some kind of popping. Yeah, it's yeah. off of your mic. Is it my mic? It's your mic. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'll stay back off of it a little we, bit. We may have to actually look into well, replacing I know that one. After the first of the year, we are definitely going to start looking at upgrades to all this equipment. Yeah. Uh, 2020, you know how it is. So, hey. so. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. At the very end of the year, though, Capital One was nice to me, and they upped my credit card limit by a lot all of a sudden. <laughs> no, so. <laughs> cut, cut that thing up and go away. It may be this one, too. Yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a little bit off of this one, one too. So. Yeah, mine's good. I think yeah, yours is good. you got no. the good mic. So I, I it's, think both of these may be on the way out. Yeah, well, so. I didn't exactly spend a ton of money on these I, things I've got an I bought idea, them. So. I've got an idea on what mic I'm probably going to replace them with. Okay. For, for those of you wondering, right now, I have like a really nice microphone in front of me, and these two guys are using 10 cans attached by a String, pretty so, much you know. so, <laughs> he, he's not far off he's so anyway so off. now we are sitting here as we're recording this we are less than a week away from christmas yes uh when this goes live we're going to be even less than a week away from christmas. <laughs> <laughs> even closer and uh barry actually came to us with this topic so uh you know what guys i'm gonna do something i never do Uh oh i'm gonna let you guys drive this thing 
okay, who are you and what have you done with Alan? <laughs> I, I, I completely planned on you and Barry driving this thing and me sitting there being able to sit over here and engineer well, a little I, bit. I did, I did my, my research on this, don't get me wrong, but I just, I, I am not as, I see this, uh, this, this uh, oh, PDF I, that you have over yes, here sir. and it's, <laughs> yeah, I did my homework. What can I say, guys? Kind of like when I came in here on our Five Deep episode and Dave was like, what in the world did you do? I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll go ahead and explain. Okay, hold on. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's get the. Uh, we're going to talk about Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies. Unconventional Christmas yes. movies. Yes. Um, and of course, there's going to be some obvious ones on here, but I've got a couple that you may or may not have gotten. Oh. So, uh, but his, I'm going to let you guys. I, I got to peek at his list. His list may. There's going to be a few that throw you a curveball. That pretty much put us out of business because okay. I think he he has both of our list on his list. <laughs> Honestly, good. So. Good. No, I will say when I started doing a little research on this, and yes, I did my homework, I kind of looked at it and you have to really ask yourself, is it a Christmas movie or is it a movie that took place it's during Christmas? Christmas? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I came up with three basic rules okay. to kind of make sure that it is a Christmas movie. The first one is Christmas used meaningfully in the storyline. Basically, okay. can, can you know, does it play a pivotal role? Is there something right. about it that ties into it? The second one. Could you possibly see this movie being made at any other point in time of year and it still be good? Okay. And the third one, and this one's pretty obvious, but, you know, some of them struggle with this. Is the audience aware that the movie is taking place at Christmas? Okay. Basically, are there things in the atmosphere, in the backgrounds, right. you know, that's, right. that's telling it it's a Christmas movie? Okay. So, I, I don't know, because I have not seen it. Like, um, one that maybe if you squint your eyes... <laughs> and, and hold your head through just the right Stand angle you might foot. be able to find it is uh, almost famous because it starts off at Christmas time. That's a good see, but yeah. it but that it's just like that first like right. five or ten minutes and then it's off to something else. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and and there's a lot of movies that I kind of right. gave honorable mentions to because they do have either a point of them that takes place at Christmas. Right. Right. Or they start in Christmas or something along those lines. Like the one of the first ones for honorable mention I'll throw it out there was Life of Brian. Because, I mean, you don't get a more starting yeah, at Christmas true. kind starts, of movie. You know, in, in the manger next to where Jesus was born. Exactly, <laughs> you know. So, But is it a Christmas movie? No, no not, no, by, not, not even close. Is, is, is. Well, I, I, went, I went more, if, if there was a... If there was a Christmas theme, mm-hmm. and you knew there was a Christmas theme in the movie at some point, I okay. kind of went that direction. Yeah. So... And I see where that kind of plays into that whole... Could it take place anywhere else or yeah. any other time? You right, know? right. Um, and, and I will say some of these are going to start some arguments. I'm sure of it. <laughs> that, you know. Sure, no problem. Um, um, do you want to go ahead and start or you want me no, to start? I'm gonna let, like I said, I'm letting you guys drive this right. one. So, Well, Dave, if you don't mind, I'll Welcome go ahead and Welcome to the Barry off. Show. So. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. All right. Well, I'll start off with one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies. Okay. And I'm sure it's one that both of you two have seen from 1984. Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> Figured as much. Absolutely. <laughs> I knew there was going to be certain movies that were going to wind up oh, on yeah. this list. Oh, that, yeah. That's uh, what uh, Joe Dante. Yes. Um, and for those of you that have never seen it, I even pulled up the description from IMDb. Oh. I'm Okay, read it. All I'm right. interested to see what IMDb <laughs> says about that. Like, I, I always enough. love their descriptions. Oh, yeah. Stuff. They're about as vague as you can get. I know. All right. Uh, for Gremlins 1984, a boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. Do you have any idea how hard it is to say? say yeah, Malevolently say mischievous monsters. Say that three times fast. <laughs> I'm not sober. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> but I, I, I do think that kind of gives an overview. But does it really explain the movie? Not even close. No. No. I mean, you know, and kind of going by my rules, can you see that movie being made at any other point in time in the year? And I say no. Just because the whole point was Gizmo. It's a Christmas gift. Well, exactly. Right. It was a Christmas right. gift. There were so many elements that take place around there. The music, the decorations, the whole thing. You know, it's just, to me, it's, it, it is, I'll say it, it is the perfect Christmas movie. I hate fun. Yeah. And it even gave us, you know, the, the legend of the, the, the dad getting killed, you know, dying in the, in the Christmas, in the uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it also perpetuated the, uh, the whole more people commit suicide during the holidays than any other true. time, which is not true. It's it, it, there is a slight, like very slight uptick during that time period, but most most um, um, doctors think that it has more to do with the actual um, like the being dark more. Yeah, sad. And that kind of, it's a sad, yeah. The, yeah. the seasonal affect was it a uh, uh, seasonal affect disorder or yeah, whatever it is, you know? Like yeah, that. and uh, you know, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, but that's the whole thing because Phoebe Cates says, you know, more people mm. commit suicide during the holidays than any other time of the year, and that perpetuated, kind of like Halloween perpetuated the whole, like, you know, um, razor blades and apples and all yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah, you know, those. so it's, you know, which is not true. And I, and I, and I have to ask the both of you, sure. I mean, it, would you have not loved to wake up Christmas morning and find underneath your tree a bathroom buddy? Was that not the greatest creation ever? <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. I was wow. like, um, what a callback. Yeah. Yes. The bathroom yeah, buddy. The bathroom buddy. That's true. <laughs> Until it started, you know, shooting toothpaste all over the place. Oh, you know? that's that was, a, that, <laughs> see, you call that a defect. I call that a feature. Well, there so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> looks like nice. something you're seeing porn or something. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow. He's already wow. 13, 13 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh. All right. Well, that's my first one. What do you got? I'm just going to go ahead and get my mine right off the bat so, Dave, hard, can go ahead and, no, so oh. Dave can go ahead and get it out of his system. No, hold on. Let me get the bucket. <laughs> go ahead. Um, it might not meet your criteria 100%, Far but right um, uh, eyes wide shut. Ooh. I, you know, it was actually on my list, believe it or not. Yeah. So, w- would you like the description? No, <laughs> it's it's about as far off from the actual movie know, as you I can know, possibly get. It, it's it's so funny because that movie, like I've said it many times, that I I am not a huge fan of Kubrick. I never was, you know. And He's hit or miss with me. He, he is. It's like some of his movies are really good. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really weird. Yeah. And then all of them are really weird. Yeah. What and, are you talking and, about? And, and then it's. I, then this eyes wide shut of like I don't know what the hell this is. But but also I, uh, I honestly think that was his attempt to go with um, adult filmmaking. Basically. Well, he had said yeah. at, at one time prior to like, making this movie that he wanted to make a basically make a porno with a list actors. And at the time, I mean, um, you Tom get, Cruise you and Nicole Kidman were two. like the A list. Yeah, they right. were still married at the time. You know that kind of stuff. So let's pose the question: Sure, then. is it a Christmas movie? It takes place at Christmas. That is the whole See, thing. The entire. Now I'll thing. make the argument that yeah. it is a Christmas yeah. movie from a Stanley Kubrick point of view. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like saying if you take a Christmas movie and throw it in a blender and then spread it out all yeah, over the table, you know. I that's... mean, because it is one of those things that it's at the holidays whenever this whole yeah. 
thing happens between them to where it sends him off. Well, and if you, you know, think about and, it too, that movie, because of the environment that it was filmed in, it was so cold and so dark right, and it right. was New York City. And I mean, it was all of those elements. You can't see that movie being made in like June. No, no, There's no, no way it would be able to be made that. in June. I couldn't imagine that movie And, being. you know, it, as dark and creepy as it is, Every every single scene in that movie has something Christmas related. There's a tree. There's, there's music. There's all kinds of stuff that goes through. Strangely enough, when they, there's a pornographic nativity scene, you true. know, or something. You know, when so. they drive, well, when they drive up to the. Uh, I was going to say when they drive up to the actual um, uh, mansion that everything's right. taking place. You've got all the, the 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 Christmas trees outside. Yeah, you know, true. and I was it's just true. like, even there, you know, the only place you don't see something Christmas related. Sorta is <laughs> in the mansion itself, right? Well, so. there are Christmas trees. But, True. Yeah, I mean that they're they're they are very prevalent. Oh, I think in the his background. whole point was basing this whole really nasty dark story against that big bright, right, right. shiny yeah. lights, gold, so, those tinsel. little rays so, of hope through the whole movie. Now yeah. that I got that out of the way, Dave, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm going in a completely different direction. Yeah. I went with Batman Returns. Yes, from that's a good one. Yes, that's a good one. Each, again, the thing is, is we've talked. Okay, so. I, off the top of my head, um, Gremlins was released in June of '84, mm-hmm. uh, the same weekend as Ghostbusters. So we've talked about this yeah. before. Batman uh, Returns was released in June of '92. Yes, and I want to say that Eyes Wide <laughs> Shut came out in like early '99. It was in '99, but it came out in like early. I don't remember was the it exact the release date. Spring, on it, so. I think. Hold on, I'll, I'll look it up here. Okay. Uh, I, I know it, it was. It was. It was. It, it, it did not come out around Christmas. Let's just put it that way. And that that's something that I do. No. I do remember. So, uh, so go ahead. Yeah, you were. Batman. Well, I was just, you know, Batman Returns. You know, the whole thing. You know, with the penguin, and he shows up and attacks during that big Christmas party. True. And you know, it's just there's an overarching. Christmas theme kind of in the background. I can say I can save all July sixteenth. One so line in, in that movie. One line in that movie cemented it as a Christmas movie for me. Okay. Do you remember the scene where um, the two are dancing and they have the discussion about mistletoe? Yes, uh, that's poison. That yeah, yeah, yeah it yep. can be deadly if you eat it. It can be deadlier if you was it a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. Right. You know. Yeah. Actually, that, my favorite scene is out of that, or, or my, my favorite thing that happens in that movie is there when they're like when they're dancing and they realize and they yeah, stop so and she goes, so, "What do we do now? So do we do we fight now?" <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. yes, that's yeah. definitely a Christmas movie. It had all the elements on it. You know, there was little nuances throughout it. I mean, the Christmas packages, the things were jumping out of. Yep. You know, so oh, absolutely, yeah, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw one out here. It's a little different, but it's one of my favorites. From 1983, the comic genius that was Trading Places. Yes, yes that was on yep. my list. Yep. You Trading just, Places. just eliminated another one off my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that is a Christmas movie. Because if you think about it, just the basis of the plot of right. when everything is supposed oh, yeah. to take place. It's the end of the year. It's fiscal year. You know, it's all this kind of stuff coming to an end. They celebrated a Christmas party. I mean, it's right. It's, right. So there's too well, many. Well, you also have the yeah. Dan Aykroyd dressed in Santa Claus. Suit, oh, the most know. disturbing looking, nastified Santa Claus you've yeah, ever seen. I know. I know. So. And I will say, is there anything in this world more disgusting than watching Dan Aykroyd eating a big chunk of ham through oh, a God. Santa beard? <laughs> 
it was just like, oh, I'm, this is hard to watch. <laughs> I'm just I'm kind of running through the scenes of Bad Santa to see if there was anything that matched. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a close one. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think you've got that. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. yes, that 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 movie definitely hits on the Christmas, and, and it's actually one that I do watch around Christmas time. Just you know. You've got Don Amici and Ralph Bellamy. I mean, two of the greatest actors of all time that are just knocking it out of the park as two of the most hated human beings you've ever seen. Well, even the even in Coming to America where they do the callback. Yes. And it's them. Yeah. That's it, the whole thing. It is the, them. The, the, the We're back. Yeah, exactly. So. Mortimer, <laughs> we're back. Yeah. So. All right, Alan, you're up. I got one for you that may or may not be on this. Shoot. Oh, let me Let me pull it up here. Because I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Because I have not seen this movie in a very, very long time. Which is... Um, Stalling for time. Stalling no, for it's time. right here. I just <laughs> I want to make sure I get the, the correct movie. Because it's part of a franchise. Okay. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. You know, I had that as an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Because... And, and it's a great movie. Right. It's, well... Well, it's, it's a Bond it's, movie. It's a Bond movie. That's a, I'm not a huge Bond fan, and that's oh, why I, I had to like. I I, I, I I kept wanting to say Diamonds Forever. I was like, I know no. it wasn't that one. It was no. one of them. But yeah, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. So is, that is that is the most polarizing Bond movie of Bond fans. You either love it or you, you absolutely hate it, yeah. hate it yeah. because it's the only one that uh, George Lazenby played Bond. Yeah, it's also one of the only ones where he gets married. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of let's just say non-Bond elements of the movie, but is it a Christmas movie? To me, it falls under that it takes place during right, Christmas, but it's right. not really a Christmas movie because you could set that anytime. I mean, you could put that thing in the middle of June oh, yeah. and it'd be fine. Uh, yeah, you know? I, I understand that. So it's but, a, uh, Like I said, I, I figured that the ones that I had would kind of be off of the, you know. The honorable mentions? It would probably be the honorable mentions, <laughs> but they would be off of your criteria for them. So Well, and I, I really, you know, when I was coming up with this criteria, there's so many arguments about, you know, we'll just get it out of the way. Die Hard. You know, yeah. is one that Die Hard was on my list. It's it's definitely one that you know everybody argues about. Is this a Christmas movie? Is it not? And I was like, well, when I started this, I was like, okay, well, what is the what makes something a Christmas movie? You know, right? What makes it something well, that is tied to that specific holiday? The thing with Die Hard is that you know it started off as it was a book. It was called mm-hmm. um, Nothing Lasts Forever. Yes, and uh, the whole John McClane, you know. Yeah. Uh, which was it was actually a sequel to the detective, which was was made into a movie in mm, the sixties. Yeah, and um, um, Frank Sinatra played the main character. Hmm. Oh, I don't think it's John McClane though, but it's the same you same know. idea. Yeah, I mean it's 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 based <laughs> off of the detective, and Nothing Lasts Forever is a sequel to that novel. Okay, so which became Die Hard, and of course it went through a bunch of. It went through a bunch of, of rewrites and sure. this and that to wind up yeah. in where we are. So, um, I think they were actually rewriting it on set as they were making the movie. They said, I, I just, so. I was just listening to a thing about it, uh, another podcast about Die Hard, and they basically filmed the movie with no ending. I believe like, that. They, they, when they started filming the when they started filming the movie, they did not have an ending for yeah. it yet, and that was a the the big thing with him jumping off the building, you know, like mm-hmm. about the big explosion. That's from the book. That was the big thing. They're like, we have to get that in there. Yeah. And okay. Other than that, they kind of 
took it wherever so they, they were going to take it. So they wrote the movie around the explosion. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> nice. it, hey, Michael Bay's been doing that for almost 30 years no, now. Michael Bay, so. makes, <laughs> no, Michael Bay makes a movie about explosions. There's, right. there's no storyline there. I'm seriously waiting it's, for him to make Explosion the movie. Yeah. I mean, seriously, that's Walking all. Away from Explosion Explo- yeah. the movie. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. Michael Bay, you have to have Walking Away from Explosion mm-hmm. in slow motion. Mm-hmm. You have to have helicopters flying over in slow motion. Some scantily clad Some, woman. Yeah, you have to have that roundabout, like guys saying they're screaming while the camera's going around. Oh, yeah. The, you know, yeah. It's <laughs> that realization that everything has gone straight to crap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, all right. So my next one, I'm reaching out a little bit, is going to be Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. That's not reaching at all because Shane Black loves him some movies outside of Christmas. <laughs> we well, could go down the list of movies that Shane Black, well, we'll get to more yeah, of his movies. Yeah. I know, I know their own This list, one starts out so. with Robert Downey Jr., who plays Harry, right. mm-hmm. breaking into a store to steal a toy that is on top of his child's Christmas list. <laughs> So, I mean, it you know, if you're going to get into the Christmas spirit, you know, tearing stuff up and stealing seems to be right at the top of the list, right? You know, the last and, few hey, years with Black perfect, Friday. Yeah, no joke. So. And I'll go on record by saying <clears throat> it's probably one of Al Kilmer's last great roles. I, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I yeah, would have to agree much. with that. I mean, it's, it, you know. God love him. He's, Come on, you didn't love him as Blunt Man, and uh, it was it was, <laughs> it was a small role, very small. He, never, he didn't even talk. Well, he couldn't speak. Oh, that's right. That's right. In his, right, his, right, in his right, defense, right. he has the throat cancer has really right, right. Like, yeah. ravaged. It's taken a toll on him, no doubt. Yeah. You know? But I, I'm actually a little afraid of how it's going to be when the new Top Gun comes out. Yeah, if it comes out, because it's been pushed back more times than it can count. Yeah, but, no. eh, it'll probably wind up on a streaming service somewhere. Oh, I know that about that. <laughs> well, there's HBO Max mentioned again. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Shameless so. plugs. All right. No, not, not on this show. We we, we basically <laughs> bad-mouthed them. You bad-mouthed them. I bad-mouthed them, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when you when you make a contract and you break it, it is what it is, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it. it's Hollywood. What do you expect? I mean, seriously. <laughs> what you going to do? What yeah, you going to do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I will throw out the next one, and this is one of my favorites. It's, it's a lesser-known movie. Okay. But to me, I adore it because it's still just hilariously funny. From 1994, The Ref. Ah, yep. that was on mine. Yes. That was on mine. I, I love that movie. I love that movie. Dennis Leary and uh, Dennis Kevin Leary, Spacey. Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey, and it was Annette Benning. Annette Benning. yes. I, I just, I mean, something about that whole dinner scene where they've got to wear the mm-hmm. the crowns that have the candles on them mm-hmm. and they're all looking at each other. Yeah. And actually, the, the, the part that I lo- or the one actress that I loved in that was Christine Baranski. Yes. You know, I love Christine Baranski, yes. oh, man. Slipper socks, medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's it's. Uh, I left that one off my list because I knew Alan would have oh, that yeah, one. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, that is a great one. Two prices of a movie. Yeah. How about this one? Um, and my mind went completely blank as soon as I said. How I, about I this saw one? your I saw your head go completely blank when, <laughs> oh, when it happened. Oh God, that is that, that's the that's the the, the, the day it's been. Um, uh, mixed nuts. That's on my list, actually. That was the there one. You go. Steve I, Martin, um, Madeline Re- Kahn, Rita Wilson, Rita Wilson, um, and one of the greatest short segments of any person in there. You have Adam Sandler in that yes. movie, mm-hmm. but the one that throws most people off is Lave Schreiber yes. in drag. Yes, yes, and doing an amazingly convincing version in drag. I had to go back and rewatch it to realize that that's who that was. I. Honestly, I had forgotten that that was him in that dress yes. until you just said that there. Because anytime somebody says drag, now all I ever see is um, um, 
RuPaul? Uh, no, uh, from... Um, to Wong Fu. I'm going to Sons of Anarchy. Oh, um, uh, Walter, <laughs> Walter Goggins. Goggins. Walter Goggins. Oh, Sir Walter Goggins. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? I, I watched quite a bit of did it. Did you see the part where he's yes. the drag queen? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so for those who have never seen this movie and aren't familiar with yes. it, I have the description. Okay, yes, go ahead, because this is an interesting This is a very interesting movie. So, again, Mixed Nuts, 1994. The events focus around a crisis hotline business on one crazy night during the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm. And, brother, they're not kidding. Mm-mm. It is every possible weird thing that mm-hmm. you can imagine happening on a crisis hotline center in one night. Yeah. Yeah. And and the whole thing is that the, the people who are working there are crazier than the people calling in. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's hilarious because it's, it is truly a comedy of errors because oh, every absolutely. weird Everything thing that, that can, can possibly go on... Everything know? that can go wrong goes wrong. And, it, you know, it's Steve Martin. I mean, right. come on. The, the man is practically bulletproof. You right. Oh, he doesn't make a bad movie, you yeah. know? Bowfinger. Wasn't his fault. Wasn't his fault. Wasn't his fault. But uh, uh, the, the the Pink Panther remake. Pink Panther two. <laughs> He's now bulletproof. You feel better now? How about bring, how about uh, bringing down the house? <laughs> You're hurting my soul right now. I want you to know that. Don't, don't ever tell him that you can't find a bad thing about something because he'll find it. Oh, I know. He's he's all about poking the soft spots. Yeah, so, I know. He'll, hey. he'll, he'll go back and point out Meg White during the exactly, bad drummer thing. You know, oh. <laughs> but yes, Mixed Nuts is hands down. Is. If you have not seen this movie, seek it out. I don't know where it's streaming or if it's streaming, um, but it's so worth it. It is. Quick. It is truly one it, it of those. It really is. It is a yeah. wonderful movie, and it's one of those movies. It's like it's so madcap, and then it has like the sweetest ending. Oh yeah. Of like, oh, okay, it, it all comes back around to yep. where it's like, oh no, this is this this is this, here's your feels. Okay, yeah. so, <laughs> you know? so we'll just say it's your feel good Christmas movie of the year. You it's know? something like that. It's definitely yeah. one of your yeah, feel kinda. goods because it's it has that kind of old style Hollywood Hepburn Tracy kind of feel to it as everything's going crazy around them. That's, and it just it is truly one of those gems that most people, you know, if you had basic cable in the 90s, you saw it. So, Mixed Nuts yeah. is on Tubi and Vudu and Amazon Prime. And um, and then it's available like, you know, like YouTube and iTunes <laughs> oh, and yeah. Google Play and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah. so, yeah, if you got Amazon Prime, you can watch you can watch it or, or Vudu or Tubi. It's free on Tubi. Yeah. You just have to watch the commercials and the commercials. Do you, are, do you use Tubi? Every now and then. I like it because they because they have some of the strangest movies on there. Like, yes, they do. There's some little thing that you think, you know, oh, I haven't seen that movie since I, mm-hmm. you know, since 1982 and I don't think it ever made it to VHS or, or DVD or whatever. And you'll go on there and Tubi has it. Yeah. And see, it's like, oh, wow. So. I'll, use, I'll use Tubi. I'll use IMDB.com and yeah. I also use um, Pluto. Pluto is Pluto really, really is, good yeah. with that, too. So. Yeah. The thing I like about Tubi is when they do go to commercial, they stop the movie, mm-hmm. they run the commercials, and then they start the movie exactly where they stopped it at, so you're not missing any of the movie. Right. Yeah, the only thing is that it's usually not at a natural stopping no, point, so there it's kind of that. like there is you'll that. catch somebody mid-sentence or something. Yeah, you know? it, it's a little awkward that way, yeah. but you can still catch most of it. True. All right, Dave, you're up to bat. Um, I'm going to get a groan out of you guys for this one, but mm-hmm. when Harry met Sally... Okay, here's uh, the thing. That movie takes place over multiple holidays. It does. True. I know but, it, but and it ends on New Year's Eve. I was about to say, I you see know, that as more of a New Year's Eve it, movie. It starts with them sharing a car ride from Chicago to New York. You've got then you the, skip ahead 10 years. You've or got the whole Christ, yeah. going to shop for a Christmas tree right. and all of that banter now, and, they're, they're, and the New here's Year's the Eve thing. stuff. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. If you had said 
Sleepless in Seattle, I'd have given it to you. Mm. Because okay. that movie basically takes place between the, the beginning of the Christmas holidays and New Year's Eve. True. Okay. You know? so, but that one, again, goes back to that, what I said about Almost Famous, where it's like, yeah, it's in there, but it takes place over a long well, period and, of time. And, and ask know? yourself this, Dave. Could you see that movie being set at any other point in time in New York because they cover so many I times? And I mean, it really does. It covers a lot of times. That's true. You know? so it's, uh, I mean, shoot, one of the but, songs in the soundtrack is Autumn in New York. I know. You know? I know. I know. So, yeah, okay. So. I figured I'd probably get beat well, yeah, up on no, that I mean, one. That's a, <laughs> I, I had it on movie. the list. <laughs> great movie. Amazing great movie. movie. Still amazing has one of the greatest movie. lines of all time. I'll have what well, she's, she's having. having. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. I will throw one out here. And I will say it is truly one of my guilty pleasures. I love this movie. I don't care how bad okay. it is. I don't care how bad the lead actor is. From the year 2000, Reindeer Games. <laughs> that one's on my list. <laughs> but I, knew, once I again, knew it would be on Dave's but list. But then again, so. Shane Black. Yeah. So. It is a Shane Black yeah. movie, yes. Uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this, after assuming he's, his dead cellmate's <clears> identity <throat> to get with the other man's girlfriend, an ex-convict finds himself a reluctant participant in a casino heist. Mm -hmm. So we've got Ben Affleck, Charlie Saron, and Gary Sinise, mm -hmm. and who else? There's somebody else in it. Oh, there's uh, all kinds of I know, little there's, cameos. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, well, Matt Damon's got a cameo. Dennis cameo Farina. In it. Yeah. So. You know, from uh, Law & Order and God knows how many other yeah. movies, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. playing a casino boss, which mm -hmm. was perfect for him, in the middle of... Was it, is it upstate? It's not upstate New York. It's, <clears throat> it's uh, in, Pennsylvania or something. It's, yeah, is it not in New York or is it Connecticut or something? It, it's in it's in the uh, the, the Northeast. Yes, somewhere and up there. because so it's, in, it's this isolated casino that is completely snowbound. I will say this: I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but I love the ending of it when oh, he's yeah. just walking down the street putting money in, in random dressed as Santa Claus. Dressed as Santa Claus walking down the street putting yeah. money in mailboxes, mm -hmm. just like yeah. <laughs> no, I I will be the first to admit I saw the movie in the theater. I did too, so. and I immediately wanted my money back. Oh, it's a horrible it's not movie. A good movie. It's so. a horrible movie, but it's one of those guilty pleasures. The first time yeah. you watch it, you're like, "This is stupid." Then you realize you've watched it like 17 times and you know lines from it. And you're, you know, well, wa yeah. watching somebody get a dart thrown in their leg and just wanting to cringe every time, dude, you know? Dude. Yeah. yeah. Since we're on the uh, the Shane Black tip here, I'm just going to go ahead and go with Lethal Weapon. See, so, now I struggled on this okay. one. The thing is, is that, okay, it starts off, you see, you know, the woman doing the coke and then killing, mm -hmm. you know, jumping to her death, which, interesting. Do you know who that actress was? Oh, I used to know this. Who is it? It was, um, I can't remember what her name is off my head, but what she's probably most famous for playing is mm -hmm. that she was Woody's wife on Cheers, you know, Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kelly, 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 right. Kelly, Kelly, right. Kelly, Kelly, right. Kelly. Right. Yeah, exactly, right. Right. exactly. Right. Right. It's parked right outside. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but wow. yeah, but mm -hmm. the whole thing is, and it's one of those things, the Christmas trees there, you get the lights around mm -hmm. the outside of her condo right. and then she jumps to her death. Yep. And then you see rigs with, the and you see the little, thing. and you see the little Christmas tree in the mm -hmm. back and the whole thing with Murtock is that his whole family, like that's the whole thing. They're coming together at the end of it. Right. For Christmas celebration, yep. you know, and it's now granted it's in California. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's that. You don't get the, the the Christmas feel in the in True. the you know the snow and the and all that kind of stuff, but that, that's it, how it, Hollywood it, saves on Christmas decorations. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, like I know, shoot I know. it at the so beach. <laughs> but again, Shane Black movie. He yeah. loves what we're up to three now because mm -hmm. there's more. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> oh no, there are. I'm yeah, going yeah, to bring the fourth one okay, here in a second. Okay, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but I, I that's one of those that I always go to. And come on, has there ever? 
Has Gary Busey ever been more Busey? Oh no, he no, he, he went. Movie. You never go full Busey, he and apparently full he Busey. went full Busey. He went full Busey and never came back. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, the movie he went few full Busey in was Buddy Holly. Oh yes, and he Where he never, dyed his hair. He never, never came back from Buddy Holly. See, and the funny thing is, I just got done watching a Gumball Rally. He is the yeah. quintessential redneck in that one. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. But my question to you is, sir, with Lethal Weapon, can you take that movie and set it in June and it still be impactful? Uh, maybe. I mean, because the does, thing is, again, because the thing is, it's in Southern California. True. So anytime you set it, it's going to look the same. Right. No, no. I, but does Christmas play that much of but an But it does kind of, especially, especially with that ending of, of him inviting Riggs. He's like, Right. Come, you know, come in and, and share Christmas with my and family. Gives, gives his daughter a bullet as a exactly. present. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. that stuff where it's, you know, and that's the whole thing is, you know, <clears throat> after his wife being killed and everything. He and, had and no it, family. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, him being, and that was basically that movie is Riggs it, finding his family. It plays his new family. The, the, you know, the, it's a, what, what did they call that? There's, um, there's a term for that. The Not the family by proxy, but uh, right. surrogate. The right. surrogate family. Right. Right. Yeah. right. 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 And, 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 right. I, and I have said many times, I mean, like, and of course, I'm not getting sappy on you guys, but, you know, but you uh-huh. guys are, you know, my extended family, you know, I mean, that's, you know, you guys and Corey and everybody else. I mean, it's just one of those things. I, you guys have always been family and you always will be. And now I'm ready to go into the next one so we don't get sappy here. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to say is the way we fight. Oh, I know. We oh, fight yeah. like brothers. I oh, mean, yeah. it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not truly a family unless you can call somebody a complete jerk and just walk away oh, from it. Oh, we've called each other much worse oh, than I'm, that. I'm trying to keep it family friendly. It's Christmas. <laughs> it goes back to that last episode. Last, so yeah, about us about, trying to kill each other one yeah. time. <laughs> All right, Shane back. Uh, Shane, Shane back. Black. Shane back. <laughs> Shane Black is back. Guess with, who's back? Uh, Iron Man 3. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Iron Man 3 is nothing more than a Christmas carol. It is a it Christmas is. carol. It yeah. really is. It and really I, is. It, it, it does make it a truly a Christmas you, Yeah, because you do get the Christmas past. Oh, you get the Christmas with, with past. Aim, you get you the know, redemption. Yeah, you get, and everything. Yes, if nothing true. else, once he discovers that he you know, wants to change his life, right. what what song keys right then? Jingle, Jingle bells. bells. Yep. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's definitely on my list. You know, it, it hits on every element. And if, if ever you're going to cast a Marvel character as Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, it's got to be Tony Can you think of a better one than Tony Stark? Yeah, I know. No, no, yeah, you're right. That is, uh, um, hold on, I think we actually, go ahead, go ahead, Barry, you're on your All next right. one. Though. But uh, no, I, and the thing is, I want to say this before we go, Iron Man 3 has gotten a bad rap over the years. That's actually <sighs> one of my favorites and, and of the I'm, I'm sorry, it is a good movie. I think it was just, it was the first movie after Avengers, Yeah. and you, know, you had been building to this thing, and then it was like, Oh well, that's kind of a letdown. It's like no, you're dealing with someone who has got like serious trauma with PTSD mm-hmm. and, and trying to figure out what his life's going to be like going forward now. And I think that was a wonderful, you know, a wonderful treatise on that kind of stuff. The way that he dealt with it and everything, and, and basically feeling like I have to blow up everything in order to go forward, right? To start over, just basically start yeah. back over at zero. And yeah. you know, if, so. if I'm going to bag on any of the Iron Man movies, it's probably going to be Iron Man two. Two. Two, I, I mean, two's not as good as the first one. I will say this stretch. much: it was a gradual decline in the villains in those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. the first one, I mean, come on, that yeah, was well, perfect. Yeah. The second one, I love Mickey Rourke. Don't I get do me too. Wrong, but I, I love Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke with a bad Russian accent, given whips. I'm like, come on. Here's the funny thing: come on, Mickey Rourke. Um, you know, he's got all those tattoos in the movie. Of course, yeah. yeah, they were all. Mm-hmm. You know, he had one legitimate tattoo that they had to cover up. 
while on what was it somebody from dc or something no but it was another marvel character <laughs> who was it he had a little dog like a little like teacup yeah. of you know thing that he had for years and years whose name was loki Oh, that died <laughs> and he had his name tattooed on his neck oh, and so man. of all the stuff they had of all those tattoos they had to go and airbrush on they had to go mm-hmm. in and airbrush over the actual tattoo that yeah, he had right. because it had a villain's name well and in the third one you know yeah. the, the one you're talking about that was a Ben Kingsley wasn't it uh, yes. Yes. yes yeah I mean and Ben Kingsley one Look, of the great actor Great actor, but I'm just that's one of the things that people really get pissy about yeah. is because of the way they handled the, the, the Mandarin. I don't know how you handle the Mandarin any other way but that. Now they did, you know, in that short, you know, the yeah. was it um, Behold the King or whatever it is, where they actually were like, no, 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 the Mandarin is a real thing. It yeah. wasn't just this Trevor yeah. dude or whatever, <laughs> but it's still one of those things where it's like you go back and you look at those early Iron Man. You know the, the the appearances of the Mandarin and stuff. Mm. They're not exactly PC at no, all. No, no, not even close. I mean, that's not I mean, it, it's it's like wow, this 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 is uh, this could be really bad if somebody tried to put this on. The- <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I guess you're just you're looking at a, an actor who you know one of the greatest actors on the planet. We'll say that right now. I mean, the man played Gandhi. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then to turn around and play the Mandarin, I'm right. like Trevor. Uh, yeah. Trevor. I'm no. just an actor. They just. <laughs> <laughs> there's a boat there's a boat ready for another lesson <laughs> All right. oh my gosh alright well I'm down to the last one on my list oh, that okay. I've composed I've got several honorable mentions though okay well, that's so fine we, we can do that uh, the last one that I cemented as an actual unconventional Christmas movie from 1995 while you were sleeping yeah yeah, and I can see you place. cringing. No, 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 no. no I, hey, I don't, I don't hate that movie. Um, it, it's, I haven't seen it in a very long time, so I'm kind of at a. Uh, I don't really remember. So let um, me read you the IMDb. I then. know, I know. Let's see. Peter Gallagher gets hit, or he gets, he doesn't get hit by the train, but he gets knocked out. Sandra Bullock works the. the go ahead and read it. You, you, right. you can. I can give you the synopsis, but there's better there. So a hopeless romantic. Chicago Transit Authority token collector is mistaken for the fiance of a coma patient. Yes, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah that, and I mean, uh, it's the, the thing that I think kind of touches on this along with uh, with the one we were talking about before with Lethal Weapon is the surrogate family. Right. Because, you know, the whole premise is she has this oh, crush yeah. on Peter Gallagher. He, I can't remember if he has a gets tripped or falls or something. He on, falls into, onto the tracks and gets and is knocked out basically right. you know he's, he goes into a coma and she pulls him off the tracks before right. he gets hit by a train yep. and and then his you know at the hospital he sit, she's sitting with him and his family comes in and they assume that he's or that she's his fiance I think what it was was that they wouldn't let her in unless she was family, family. and so she told him that she told the hospital that she was his right. fiance and so that's where and then Bill, then you get the Bill Pullman. Well, of it yeah, all. Bill Pullman. What, I want to say it was Robert Loggia was in there too. Wasn't I it? think so, but yeah. but I mean, it's, it's another one of those Bill Pullman outside oh, yeah. looking in, <laughs> care, you know, the Baxter, yeah. you know, type stuff. Except he actually wins in this one, you know. Yeah. So it's a. And I mean, th- there's so many elements of that that truly is just you know heartwarming, Christmassy. Mo- it, th- this movie could have been a Hallmark movie. <laughs> It oh, could have very oh, easily been oh, a Hallmark yeah, movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. it just has that same type <laughs> well, of. Well, it could have been a Hallmark movie with better production, actually. True, very true. So, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just uh, the the idea of you know anyone that's ever spent a Christmas by themselves knows that oh, feeling. Oh yeah, and I've to be taken. We've in, all done it before. Yeah, so, or I mean, if you've ever had to share Christmas with a bunch of people that you don't know. 
that's even the more awkward. So you kind of have that element of, of carryover on that. And I think that there's no way, there's no other holiday that that could work with. You couldn't do it. You can even do it with Thanksgiving. You know, and Thanksgiving is one of those ones that is so family oriented. Ooh, it is probably the most family oriented yeah, of all. Is. I, I'll, I mean, I'll go on record by saying I don't think you could pull that off with Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving, there's not as much. You know, you're you're more welcoming to Thanksgiving because nobody really cares. You're, you're right. t- You know, you're just hey, you're you're you needed to have somewhere to go. Come on by. You know, right. that kind of feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Christmas, it's definitely you're taking them in as part of the family. She's spending the night there. She's, you know, they're giving her like socks and, and you know, right. clothing to wear and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a lot of that type of carryover in the movie that allows it to really get that quote unquote Christmas spirit through mm-hmm. it. And I, I definitely think that it rings true. I would even say more so than Lethal Weapon because okay. it, it goes more into that type of interaction with the family instead of hey you're my partner right come on in right you know? right right uh you said something about it being a hallmark movie <laughs> this is one of my favorite things i've seen lately it says you can't set a hallmark movie in the south unexpected snow isn't magical down here it's terrifying and always leads to a fight at the piggly wiggly very true <laughs> very absolutely true. true you have we, we used to refer to it as the french toast run because the three things that go are eggs bread and milk and exactly and what do you use those for making french toast yeah well that's everybody else's list. I always <laughs> added one more thing to that list. Toilet paper. Coffee. Toilet paper. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Which this year has been hard to come by. Oh, I know. I saw yeah. I saw some some picture, some meme or something where people were sitting at a poker table and they all had stacks of toilet, toilet paper, paper and yeah, using it for I know, gambling. I, know, I, know. I loved it. Well, I, I saw yeah. one where it was a picture of somebody's house got toilet papered. And oh. they were like, my property taxes just went up because the value <laughs> of my house doubled. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's something like that. Oh, my gosh. That. All right, they, would, I got, they wouldn't rob your house, they'd rob your lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one more for you here. All right, fire it out there. L.A. Confidential. Uh, that Ooh. was actually the last one on my one list. On your list? Okay. Well, I, I didn't think about that one. That's good. Yeah. It, it starts with a newspaper headline, Bloody Christmas Massacre. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And it's really about a, a murder that doesn't happen in the... Oh, I lost it. I had it in my head. <laughs> you're not the only one. You're not the it's only been one. one of those days. Oh, I know. It's like <laughs> the dead silence. Uh, oh, where'd it go? I just had it here. But yeah, it, my it, phone's it, giving it, it me does crap. take place at, and again, it's it's in LA. Right. It's that Southern California. It's, it, it's uh, and, and Christmas does play a little bit into the roles as far as the storyline. Right. You know, could you set that another time of year? Maybe. Yeah. But it's, and, and I'm willing to accept it as a Christmas movie by proxy because there's nothing that definitely says yes or no, it has to be Christmas. So. You know, there, there are points of it that it touches on, but it's not something that the whole movie hinges on it being at Christmas. Right, 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 right. So yeah, I had it and I've lost it. I give it to you. I give it to you. But that that was the last one on my list also. Right. So I, I think we're we're out of movies that... That are definites. Yeah. That I've got are a couple definite. that are... So you got some... You got, uh, yeah, I've got some... All right, I'm going to throw one out here, if you don't mm-hmm. mind, Dave. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this is one that made an honorable mention, and it's one of my personal favorites. Okay. It's a classic. Okay. It is truly a classic from 1957, of all things. The movie Desk Set. I know uh, the blank stares that I'm getting from both of you is awesome. If you have never seen a Katherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy movie, okay, this is the one to see. Okay, well, I mean... It- it, the whole, I have, but it's been a long time, and that one doesn't isn't ringing a bell. So, so this is all about when um, you 
used to have an information line and you right. would call in if you had a question about something right. and someone would look yeah, up that information. Yeah, yeah. They were required to know it. Basically human versions of Google. Right. right. Um, that, you know, Catherine Hepburn is playing a person that's in charge of this department in this business and it's all around Christmas time and they find out that they're being replaced by a computer that just so happens to be being installed by Spencer Tracy. Ah, uh, okay. And the the banter that goes back and forth on that. I don't think this was their first movie together, <coughs> but in my opinion it's definitely one of if not their best because it is truly just heart heartwarming all the way through it. You get to see the the sexual tension, the banter, the back and forth, the you know, I hate you, I love you kind of feels to it. And right. if you, if you yeah. like classic movies at all, it, it truly speaks to that special place. And everything about it kind of cycles around Christmas parties and, right. you know, going and, and giving gifts and all this other kind of stuff. So it, it's it's right there on the cusp. I'm not prepared to make it a Christmas movie just yet, mm-hmm. but it is definitely right there that deserves an honorable mention. Nice. Okay. 1946. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a Wonderful Life. Is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, all right. You're going to defend this one. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Look, look, look. Here's the thing. It starts off, you know, we, it's the whole thing with uh, Clarence is talking to Michael, you know, mm-hmm. Angel, whatever, and saying, hey, we got this problem. And so they go through and they start telling the story of George Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then the last 20 minutes of the movie is all at Christmas. That's the whole thing. It's basically catching you up to this is where we are mm-hmm. and this this thing happens where you know there's this mis- there's money goes missing and he's getting ready to lose everything and he you know wishes that he'd never been born and then he's shown what happens yeah but wouldn't you say and, that this is basically just a variation on a christmas carol uh, see that was actually going to be my there, argument there is there, there is i get i get that it is a uh, a variation on it well, uh, but and, and it, the whole sense of redemption at the end right, too, you know. Yeah. Okay, all right, fine. I'm just saying because the thing is, is that you know it, it, it's a Christmas movie. Yes, but the bulk of the movie does not take place at Christmas. No, <laughs> no. I mean the the whole thing with you know. And some, I love this movie. Oh, I've it's, seen it's it one of my so favorites. many times. It's not this, even funny. This is so in my a, top five of have yeah, to see at Christmas. Yeah, yeah I mean, it yeah. just um, Nothing else to see George Bailey in that sweater. I mean, that's just <laughs> priceless right there. Well, Donna Reed, come on, oh, Donna Reed was gorgeous gosh, back then. Yes, and, uh, and was that that was before they started filming the Donna Reed show? Oh yeah, this is. Oh yes, yes is. God, seven or eight years before okay. all that. Yeah, it was 46. Well, Television wasn't quite a thing yet. True. You know, it was on the way. Well, on, this is also the movie that, um, please help me, the actor of George. Um, oh, um, it, it's uh, been Jimmy, Stewart. Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, yeah. Um, he actually, when he did this movie, the reason he did this movie um not the reason he did this movie, but part of it where he's actually losing his mind, mm-hmm. where he's he's on edge and he's he was that, just back from the war. He was yeah, just yeah, back I from mean, the like, war, and yeah. he was actually he was actually somewhat being vulnerable in that point by showing. Oh, the, uh, we uh, talked about this before. That scene where they're on the when they're talking to um, uh, his friend on the phone when they're at Mary's house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the two of them are like not saying anything mm-hmm. but they're just like right there and the, is like some of the greatest on-screen sexual tension I have ever seen in my life of yeah. like this is not forced no that is just yeah, yeah. you can feel you can cut the tension with a knife oh my watching gosh that it was brilliant <laughs> it was brilliant and I mean you know you're talking about again one of the greatest actors of all time right you know, that I love I love Jimmy Stewart and, so and, it's a, and, and I will go back to my original argument on this could you see that movie being made at any other point in time in the year and maybe Maybe, maybe, I, I maybe disagree. not. Now, I will say this: uh, Gloria Graham will mm-hmm. always have a special place in my heart. 
You know I'm talking about Violet. Yeah. I that scene where she comes walking down the street and they're all standing, it's him and Bert and Ernie, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, and she's like, oh, you know, blah, 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 and, you know, oh, this old thing, you know, and she mm-hmm. walks off, and then the guy's like, I gotta go home. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we know what you're doing. We know exactly married what man. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and admit it, watching it the first yep. time you saw it after, you know, being raised on Sesame Street, the fact that oh, the Bert and Ernie, I know, Bert and Ernie. I know, I know, I caught that. Yeah, I was yeah, like, exactly. oh wait, Bert and Ernie, you know. Exactly. It's like, but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's such a good movie, yeah. and uh, I know a lot of people hate on it, and I understand because especially when we were growing up, they ran the hell out of it. Oh yeah, I mean, like literally at least once a year, at oh, least. No, 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 no. They ran the hell out of it. I remember, and it was one of those things before NBC got the licensing for it, well, where they, no they one show had it. it. They show it once a year. I know. Yeah. They show it once a year now, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is before that happened, it ran. I mean, like literally. I chased that thing around the dial several times of like, oh, it's, it's, it's coming on again over here. It's coming on again over here. It's coming. I mean, it was on all the time, starting about December 1st all yep. the way through, you know. I think it was and replaced by a Christmas story. So, at least yeah. they do that all at one on one 24-hour period. On one you know? channel, yeah, too. One, yeah. yeah so, uh, Which we just talked about. Yeah, that, I know. So, so the, yes. Yeah, I know. With the, the whole TN, the TBS and TNT. Still and one of my so favorite I movies. Yeah. I got to watch it every year. Oh, yeah. I have to. At least so, once. I know. Got to see the bumpuses. Oh yeah, <laughs> <Bumpuses>. <laughs> All right, Dave, you got an honorable mention. I, I have, I have nothing else. Are you tapped out? I'm tapped out. I have right, one. Other right one. I, I have one other one. Actually, yeah. I have two other ones. Okay, the first one from 1996, The Long Kiss Goodnight. I should oh, have put that another one. Shane Black movie. Yes, that is another Shane. I, I knew I, there was another one. I, I knew sh- there was another. One. I, I should have put I was that one on my list. Yeah, I was trying to remember that there was another Shane Black movie. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. And again, this is one you know for those of you who haven't seen it, I didn't get the description on this one unfortunately. Oh, God. But essentially, how would you explain this movie? I mean, um, seriously. She basically is she's making a, Christmas cookies. She's a shadow agent. And yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. she just wakes up. It's like, oh, I'm a trained assassin. Yeah, yeah I know. Gina Davis as a shadow agent. And Samuel L. Jackson is kind of the sidekick du jour. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Sam Jackson being Sam Jackson. Exactly. Yeah, you, just, you know, this is. <sighs> has anyone ever made a better living in Hollywood just being themselves than Sam Jackson? Matthew McConaughey. Okay. All right. You got me there. Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good call. Good call. That's actually a good one, too. Which, by the way, message out to Jeff Daniels. Recover well, my brother. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you that are unaware, he's, uh, was it leukemia? Yeah. 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 And he posted a picture not too long ago of him sitting in a hammock with a puppy on his lap. Yeah. And I was like, so that's, that's recovery right yeah, there. Yeah. 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 So, but, uh, yeah, long kiss good night. Um, it's it definitely, it's, it's an action thriller. It's all over the place. Right. Um, I think it ends up in Canada. Somehow, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly. It's been a lot. I'll be honest; I haven't seen it in probably twenty years it's, or it's, more. It's worth a rewatch. Know? I'm sure it is. It's I definitely mean, worth a rewatch. A, that was probably the last big role that Gina Davis had. Um, uh, yeah, let's not talk about Cutthroat Island. Um, <laughs> that was before that. Though. Was it before? Yeah, okay. that was before yeah. that. Um, Oof, yeah, yeah. You know, the last thing because you know she was on the was it the second season of Glow? Glow. Yeah, yeah. And, and she, she was yeah. great. Oh, she was amazing. I know. And, and yeah. but it was like, oh wow, Gina Davis. She still looks amazing. Yeah. Like you know. It's, <laughs> well, and didn't she have a she had a show on I think it was ABC or CBS. It's been a while like back. It's it was been a while. Uh, where she was the president. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Madam was it Madam Madam President or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that Secretary was back in like yeah. now. Madam Secretary is one with Tia Leone. Okay. But it was like oh. Five oh six somewhere around. Yeah, it there. didn't it's last been, very yeah, long. Yeah, it didn't. So, but uh, uh, but yeah, again, you know, it's definitely worth a watch. There's elements of that movie. There's comedy. There's action. There's all kinds of stuff that go on. The question is, could that movie be said at any other point in time? Eh, probably. It's it's hard to say because part of the whole element of it is that she's 
prepping. I think she's like a teacher or something. It's her cover story. And I don't remember. Honestly. Yeah, it's either a teacher or like a, a stay-at-home mom or something. But it's prepping for Christmas. Yeah, and that's when she. You know, she's making Christmas cookies. Yeah, and, it's and when she's she wakes up, you know, she's grabs the knife and starts, you know, just yeah. chopping away at things. You know, <laughs> it's a chef's thing. Chefs do that. Yeah. And I will say that that movie does have one of my all-time favorite corrections in it of any movie ever. There is a scene where Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson are driving. And he yells at the woman. No, no. (laughs) No, no, Oh, that's right. That's right. They're listening to uh, England Dan and John Ford Coley's uh, um, I'd Really Love to See You Tonight. Right. And he's singing along with it. And he says, I'm not talking about the linen. And I don't want to change your mind. And she looks at him and goes, that's not the line. It's 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 I'm not about, about moving in. It's yeah. not about sheets. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I was just like, that's priceless. Funny story about that song. For I and I do not ask me how I really screwed up that lyric for the longest time when I was little. Everyone did. Everyone. I did. thought the line was, "I'm not talking about Bolivia." <laughs> Well, if you go back and listen to it, you're only going to hear it that way from now on. They weren't talking about Bolivia, (laughs) that's for sure. But for some reason, that song, like when I was a kid, you know, and that was big, for whatever reason, I kept hearing, I'm not talking about Bolivia. (laughs) And I don't want to change your mind. Well, clearly not. Uh, Yeah, so I don't, uh, yeah, but yeah, 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 so... Okay, I got one more for you. All right. And I'm sure you're going to shoot this one down. I got a feeling we're probably hitting the same one, but you go ahead. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Ooh, no, we're not. And I love that movie. That's a good movie. Steve Martin, Ooh. Michael Caine. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Put the cork uh, on the fork. Uh, Headley. Uh, Glenn, was it Glenn Headley? Glenn Headley. Glenn, may, yeah. May, may I use the restroom? Yes, you yeah, may. Yes, you may. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I know. But that was that movie, because that's the whole thing. When he said, he's sitting there, he's got a Santa Claus hat on. Yep. You yes. know, that's the whole, you know, it's set. It, now, again, it's in a tropical location. Right. It's, you know, all this kind of stuff. But it is very much a Christmas movie. But so. does Christmas play that much? Much of a role in the story. Uh, I mean, you could make my, the argument that that's why people are, are on lot, vacation. My rules are a lot looser than yours. True, and that's probably a lot of my life. It's a lot looser than yours. But hey, no. <laughs> yeah, you really need to take that website down, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> at it's, least unlink it from the podcast, yes. please. But yeah, it, it's just one. I I have I always associate that movie with Christmas. Though okay. I mean that's a. Um, I have one more also, right. and I know this one's a real stretch. Well, hang on. Let me get mine. Okay, out okay, okay, mine. okay, okay. You see what I'm dealing with? Yes, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, 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 you know, every now and then this, this gotta... happens. Of like, yeah, you've listened to the, the, the podcast stuff. Many like, times. Oh yeah, one more thing. Oh yeah, one more thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, one more thing. Oh yeah, one All more right. thing. <laughs> so here's my last one. This is my honorable mention, and I struggled with this one. Okay, I struggled hard with this one from 1990. Edward Scissorhands. Okay, See, it I, is a I Christmas would, movie. I would have okay. put that one on the list. I would and have put it, that one on the I, list. I will give that as a Christmas movie. Okay. Because it does take place at Christmas. Okay. Of course, you've got that wonderful scene with him carving the ice sculpture, you know, and the right. snow and everything. I just don't like the movie. <laughs> uh, there are moments, there are elements he, that still carry through. He hates I'm, on Tim I'm Burton. I'm not a big Tim Burton fan. Okay? okay. Like, Tim Burton's got a couple of movies I absolutely adore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed Wood. Being okay. one of them, yes. um, um, one of my big, favorites, Big Fish. Yes, such a good movie. You know, um, of course, you know I, I, I love Beetlejuice. I mean, Beetlejuice is in my top ten movies of all time. You know, right. type stuff. But most like Edward Scissorhands and Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, there, and there's one like, of my honorable I'm mentions. Like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of any of that See, stuff. Now, the, granted, I'll say this though, 
the whole thing with Nightmare Before Christmas is he was just the producer on it. He didn't direct it. He didn't write it. He didn't. It was based on some of his stuff, but he well, his name is above. It says Tim Burton's Nightmare Before mm-hmm. Christmas, but he did not do anything else on that. Okay, so so, so let me throw this out there since okay. you brought up Nightmare Before Christmas. Is that a Christmas movie or is that a Halloween movie? Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, you. <laughs> See, because this this is actually one of my, me and Miss Nay's favorite movies. Okay. And we actually for how we're big into Halloween, we decorate big every year. Right. And we've got a bunch of really nice Jack Skellington. I don't know if you noticed or not, but my Halloween decoration is still on my door. <laughs> but but people nice. people in our families know that we're big Nightmare Before Christmas stuff, and right. my. My mom and my sisters tend to go to Disney World like every three years or so. Okay. And they're always bringing us back really nice stuff from both Haunted Mansion and Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So the Nightmare Before Christmas stuff actually goes out on Halloween, mm-hmm. and we do not put it up until after New Year's. It <laughs> stays enough. out hey, all the go. way through Christmas. Right. Fair, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I Honestly, have one Actually, some of it never actually again, gets put up. It's a cheat. It's, right. it's a big cheat. All right. But again, it is one of those movies that it, it is a damn near perfect movie. Okay. And it is set at Christmas and it is a very, very big part of it. All right. Scrooged. Ooh. <laughs> I just, I actually just watched it like two nights okay. ago. So I'm going to love that I'm movie. I'm going to throw it back at you then. Okay. Would you consider that movie an unconventional Christmas oh, movie? Oh, absolutely an unconventional right. Christmas right. movie. It's I definitely mean, Christmas, it's, no yeah, doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. basically a Christmas carol. I mean, it, oh, it, it is. is. Oh, no, it's, it's completely it's, it's, a Christmas yeah, carol. It, it absolutely just, is. But it's just Bill Murray. Well, here's Bill Murray. Yeah, it's it's an, a, there's another one, Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. You know, he he never acts. He's just Bill That's Murray. True. And he's just Bill Murray movies. shows up. And, and legitimately, Bill Murray just shows up on set and does his thing. And then. Let's be honest. Yeah. Bill Murray has taken to just showing up at people's parties and True. being Bill have you, Murray. Have you watched weddings? That? He's shown up at weddings. Oh, I know. You know. Did you yeah. watch that documentary? You know what I'm talking about. There's a documentary on Netflix. Bill Murray himself is not in it, but it's all people. They do interviews of people where Bill Murray has just randomly shown up in their life at different stuff, where there's like parties or bars or weddings or whatever it is, where he's just shown up and and just telling the stories of like. Well, and then Bill Murray was there. Well, there, there was an, there was an article. True. I forget what what New York Magazine it was, but he was basically the author of the article was basically kidnapped by Bill Murray yeah. for like 24 hours. Sounds like Hunter S. Thompson kind of I know, stuff. But, you know? Well, you know, he did play Hunter X. Thompson. Oh, I know. You know it was with uh, the Buffalo Room, yeah. one of my favorite movies. Him Most and, people uh, forget about that. Well, and, and Peter Boyle played yes. uh, Dr. Gonzo. Yep. yep. So, uh, Love Peter Boyle. Yes. Man. man. Yes. Yeah, seeing him with that afro was brilliant. <laughs> it was awesome. If you have not <laughs> seen this favorite, movie. One of my favorite Peter Boyle movies is um, The Dream Team. Oh gosh! That when, when with Stephen First and uh, uh, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton yes. and yeah. Christopher Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd, yep. Oh and, my uh, gosh! And, and they're, they're they're trying to go to a ball game, wasn't it? They were going to go to a, to a uh, a Mets game. Was it, a, it was a Mets game they were and going to. Stephen First can only talk in in baseball euphemisms, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. He's and got a piece, so he keeps going. Better up, better yeah, up. Yeah. And then they they get separated from their their counselor and. Hilarity ins- Yes. It's, <laughs> Again, one of my favorite lines in a movie where, you know, he, whenever Stephen, uh, well, not Stephen, when uh, Michael Keaton gets arrested mm-hmm. and he's talking to the cops and he's like, look, I'm not dancing around Times Square in, in, in a dress. You know, my dog didn't tell me to, or, I, or I, I, I don't know Elvis. I wasn't dancing around Times Square in a dress and my dog, and my dog didn't tell me to do it. So you guys really ought to let me go. And, and they, one of the, the cop makes some joke, you know, where they're all laughing. He goes, well, you know, actually I did one time. 
dance around Times Square in a dress. But I was with Elvis, and my dog, my dog told me to do it, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just turned and look at him like, uh... <laughs> oh man. But uh, but yeah, I think those are that kind of hits on a lot of them. And I'm sure there's going to be a ton of ones that we've missed, and people mm-hmm. are going to write in about this. And 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 honestly, we'd encourage you to, because I mean, if there's some that need to be addressed or plug, you know, plug, yeah, plug. exactly. <laughs> That See? Need to be, need Again, to be Barry's up, yeah. been on a few podcasts, obviously, because he's doing the plugs. We haven't got to do this anything. This ain't so. my first rodeo, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it'd be nice if somebody, you know, one of our two listeners would actually, like, write in or, you know, leave us a message on Facebook. Yeah. Hi, know. Steve. Hi, Phil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this. Since June, our listenership has gone up quite a bit. And I want to thank you guys for that because uh, that's – and it's one of those things where – outside of just people that we know yeah. it's like oh look i don't know anybody in new jersey where are all these downloads coming from you know that you know <laughs> we love you jersey yeah you yeah. know you know the different places like that where it's like i don't know anybody that lives there you know the, awesome right. you know so absolutely uh, and um so we we actually appreciate you guys tuning in and listening we it 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 warms the cockles of our heart. Maybe mm. not the cockles, maybe, maybe the, the sub cockles. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to start singing? Because I will. The liver, maybe the kidneys, maybe even the colon. That's right. We don't know. <laughs> Dennis Leary makes another appearance. Yes, and rightfully so, <laughs> dude. Okay, so, one of my favorite. I, I, I'll cough because this is what we do. All right. Um, one of my favorite movies from the '90s has got Dennis Leary in it. Is one most people don't remember. Demolition Man? Nope. Oh. But yeah, he plays the bad guy mm-hmm. in that one. So we're, we're basically living Demolition Man at Kinda. this point. Yeah, yeah. It's something I'm not like eating that. a rat burger. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> no. Uh, Tooth by C. with Sandra Bullock. You know, I, I remember that movie, but I don't remember because anything about it. They, they are art thieves. Yes. That's the whole okay, thing. Or yeah, bank yeah. robbers or something. And it's one of those things they wind up in like, I think it's like Nantucket or something. You know, it's mm-hmm. like one little place. Some you East know, Coast place. Right. Yeah. You know, and that kind of stuff. But it's just, but they're like so fish out of water. You know, of <laughs> and of course, you know, they're the the FBI's on their trail, right. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so it's just kind of one of those, and it's like, it's again one of those things. Yes, it's a Sandra Bullock '90s movie, sure, but Dennis Leary is there to like Dennis Leary it up oh, quite a bit, you know. So it's like, no cure for cancer, <laughs> oh, yeah. straight over the top of it, you know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, and uh, and another one a lot of people forget about Judgment Night. Oh, that's because oh, he's I the, the soundtrack. He's the, the soundtrack heavy in that on one. That is incredible. I, I never forget about this movie. This is one of my favorite movies. And I'll tell you another Dennis Leary movie from the from the nineties. <laughs> and I know now everyone is Dennis Leary. Did you ever see Suicide Kings? Yes. Yep. He is freaking amazing is. in that movie as the the right hand like looking for um uh, Peter, I feel uh, like I may actually Walken. own that movie. Uh, Christopher, Christopher he's looking for Christopher Walken, he's mm-hmm. his right hand man. And there's that scene where he goes and he's he's uh Oh, what was it? He's he's checking up on somebody, and he mm. goes in and he sees that like she's been beat up, right? And the the boyfriend is like basically you know telling him you know yeah get out of here before I you know kick your ass and blah 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 blah. And there's that moment where he just he stands there and he just shuts the door, <laughs> and it's like oh here he goes and he starts telling a story about like his dad beating yeah. up his mom and all this kind of stuff. And the whole time he's like one kind of walking through, and he goes over and he unplugs a toaster. And oh, he starts yeah. wrapping the yes. cord around his yes, hand, yes, and yes, he yes. just beats the crap out of the dude with the toaster. It was just like, whoa. And it's all very, it's menacing mm-hmm. without, it's one of those, it just keeps ramping up a little bit, that tension a little just bit, a little bit. Way, and, then when yeah. he, and then when he beats him down, it's just like, uh, yeah, he deserved it. So it's, <laughs> Well, I'll throw one back at you on this uh-huh. that you talked about with Judgment Night. That has two of my all-time favorite lines in it. Okay. Uh, there's, there's a whole 
scene where Dennis Leary is talking to some gang member and he's trying to pay him off for information and he hands him like a couple hundred dollar bills and he goes, man, your money's got blood all over it. And he looks at him and goes, you ever seen any that didn't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one is later on, the guy says, man, if I want your money, I'll just take your money. He goes, no, you can't take my money, but you can take mm-hmm. my money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the guy knows how to command a scene. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. Now, I'll, 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 I'll wrap this up. I'll okay. sum this up. <laughs> of the movies that we've listed, because okay. we've gone through a lot of them. Oh, yeah. This is your recommendation to your listeners, boys. Of all of those lists, if they got to look at one unconventional Christmas movie, either one that we've talked about or one that we haven't talked about, that you would just say is your personal go-to, I got to watch it or ain't Christmas kind of movie, and we're going to leave Die Hard off the list. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> too easy. It would be off my list anyway. Too so. easy. What is your go-to unconventional must-watch Christmas movie? Hmm. Dave's deep. Dave, involved. I know he's like he's really he's really struggling see, over this. I can see the Rolodex turning. <laughs> <laughs> Rolodex would be right. I'm, I'm fully <laughs> analog. For those of you under the age of thirty, a Rolodex is how we used to keep track of all the numbers. Yeah, exactly. Or we just memorized them. No, one of the two. What about it, Alan? What's uh, your dude? That's that's a tough one. It's like asking me what my, who my favorite Spice Girl is. Um, <laughs> it's pumpkin spice, isn't it? It's pumpkin spice. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> he's a big fan of Anise. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, well, I'll throw mine out there. Mine, you know, I said it earlier. It's Gremlins. It yeah, is, it, I, is, and, it is my prerequisite. Uh, I have to watch Gremlins at least once during the Christmas season, or it ain't Christmas. I get. I mean, it, it really does come down to. I mean, Mixed Nuts is oh. Mixed Nuts or the Ref. I mean, either yeah. one of those are kind of yeah. a toss up of like because they're so. I mean. Mixed Nuts, they're both such chaotic movies mm-hmm. yeah. that even the ref with all of just the just the the batshit insanity that's going on in that movie. He punches Santa Claus. I, yeah, mean, I know, come on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it still wraps up with a oh, this family learned a lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, of you know, okay, well we got to this, you what know. Smells like cat pee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie. What I smells know, like cat I know. Pee? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that but but yeah, especially mixed nuts though. I'd probably oh, yeah. go with that one. That's the one because yeah, like I said, it is one of those where the people working at this crisis center are just way crazier, crazy, than the crazier than the people in. calling in. Yeah. It, but it does have that sweet ending to it True. where it's like yeah yeah okay this True. is and it know. is definitely a feel good movie oh There's absolutely no oh absolutely no so since you took Die Hard off the list, <laughs> because that that actually is one that I, I will end up watching during it ain't Christmas. Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi yeah, Plaza. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, which is um, so funny that that was like Alan Rickman's first movie role. Well, no, he'd done like smaller. Small. Bits, that was his first big yeah. movie. Well, role. and the funny thing is that famous scene where he's going off of the building. I don't know if you guys know this. They, they did not tell him. They didn't him. tell him. Yeah. They said yeah. they were gonna they're gonna drop him on three and they dropped him on two. So yeah. that right. reaction that he has is truly the oh shit look on yeah, his face. I know, you know? I know. Yeah. Did uh <coughs> hold so, on. So if if we're taking Die Hard off the list. We are. Mine would probably have to be a toss up between Gremlins and Lethal Weapon. Okay. I can see that. I can see and, that. And you know, I may I probably would put them in the rotation and then depending on how I felt that year. I guess it's all a matter of if you're wanting just good <laughs> action-based movie or if you're wanting that horror comedy kind of feel yes, to it. When, exactly. when this when this goes live, I will put this on our Instagram page okay. because I always have a great meme. It is a... I don't know if you've seen I know you've seen it, Dave. I don't know if you have, Barry. What's that? Um, it's a, it's like a, a, um, uh, a Middle Ages etching. Mm-hmm. 
of a uh, a tower and a guy's falling off of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it says, Yippee Kai, thy fornicator of motherhood. <laughs> <laughs> Thy fornicator of motherhood, verily I say unto thee. Yes. <laughs> I saw that a couple weeks ago. I was oh like, That's, that gosh. is brilliant. That's priceless. <laughs> Thy fornicator of motherhood. Thy fornicator of motherhood. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, there's so, and, and that movie has such a lore behind it on its oh, yeah. own. Oh, yeah. You I mean, know, the, the, the fact that Bruce Willis nearly went deaf right, because yeah. of the scene right. that, where he's crawling under the table and fires the gun right by his head. Right. You know? And also the fact that the movie studio did not want him as the lead Mm. like they did not think of him as a leading man and the thing is is that his agents he got paid five million dollars on that yeah and they were like there's no way all he's done is is you know moonlighting and a few little things here there but his his people kept saying no Bruce Willis is a star. You just don't know it yet. Yep. And then he proved that he wasn't when he made Hudson Hawk. Hey, be hey. nice. <laughs> be nice. Hudson Hawk is not a bad movie, okay? Oh, I'm got a barrel of, of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like I, to I swing did, on a star? <laughs> I, I did that just because I knew it'd get a rise out of both of them. Oh, the my thing, gosh. The, the thing with Hudson Hawk, let's be honest, Bruce Willis has done far worse movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> Hudson Hawk. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. Hudson Hawk is one of those movies that I really believe got a bad rap right oh, yeah. off the bat. I mean, people were like, "What is this? What is this?" You know, and it's one of those things that, like, over time, it's kind of gains. People look at it, and go, "No, no, no, no. This is a good movie." It's like it's UHF. A, yes, when it first yes. came out, it, it just bomb. got swallowed. I love that movie. But I know. You also got to think about what UHF came out against. True. Oh, it came out against Batman and Lethal Indiana, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Honey, I two, Shrunk the Kids. Three and. Yeah. Um, or was it? It was Lethal Weapon Two that it came out against. Yep. It came out against uh, Honey I Struck the Kids. It came out against uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yep. I mean, it's one of those things it that, like, swallowed. 1989. That summer is considered one of the biggest blockbuster movie, uh, like the blockbuster summers of all time. And UHF came out right in the middle of one it. One of my you know? <laughs> favorite favorite lines that Weird Al ever said about that movie. He did in an interview when it was released, and he said, "It's kind of like Purple Rain." But it's intentionally funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we love Prince here. Yes. But that I, movie's terrible. Oh my I God, mean, come on. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I posted a meme on my Facebook not too long ago where someone had made a Prince Christmas tree that was purple and uh, yes, white. Yes, I know, know, said, I know. This is what happens when you water your Christmas tree with the water from the Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the gift that I left yes. with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, th- this is... Uh, you know, it's funny. I, we've talked about this before. Christmas is one of those one of those holidays that I've always kind of had like a very contemptuous relationship with. Yeah. Uh, until I had kids, and then right. all of a sudden, I'm like, oh. Actually, it was until I got sober, and then I had kids a few years later. And it's like I'm, the, the I'm combination. Glad you got those in the right yeah, order. By exactly. The way. Yeah. And believe me, I am too. So it's one of those things where the two things happen. And it's funny because I got sober in early November, mm-hmm. and my son was born right before Christmas. So it's one of those things that, like the hol- this this time of year, Surprise. yeah, not the same year, <laughs> but it was you know it was a few a few years later. But it was still one of those things where it was like right. I always tell people that too. Whenever they're like, oh, when's his birthday? And I tell them like, yeah, obviously we weren't planning. Uh, we we intend. 
intended to get pregnant, but we weren't really planning it out of yeah, like yeah. when this was going to fall, you know? So it was a. Uh, I should have bought you a calendar. <laughs> anyway, no. Well, it's one of those things. Anytime you see somebody is born in November, that means that they're a Valentine's baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I was born in July, which means it was a cold Christmas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, I just saw a thing today where there's been like a huge increase in uh, a babies born in the last like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like who wasn't going to predict Yeah, I know. That? It's yeah, like, no yeah, kidding. they're all COVID babies. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a second baby boom. I know it's all gonna be the uh, coronials. Yeah, the, the coronials. coronials. <laughs> oh my god, who's your writer? I want to know who is your writer. <laughs> As Ellen knows, I write all my own stuff, oh which is why gosh. it's terrible. And he does his own stunts too, folks. Yeah, he does. It's a, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for spending some time with us uh, for uh, for this uh, unconventional Christmas um, episode. Uh, we will be back. There, there is one more episode between now and the end of the year. It is going to be a clip show, which means I'm going to be working on this thing for the next week and a half to get it out. Um, Merry Christmas to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, it, it actually works out pretty well um, now that, you know, kids out of school and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I finally got – I finally well, – as we're sitting here, we're, we are six days from Christmas as we're recording this, mm-hmm. okay? I started my Christmas shopping last night. <laughs> I, I'm actually proud of myself. I, I knocked two of the Christmas presents for Miss Nay off the list already. Oh, okay. nice. See, and, and I'm just the opposite. I'm one of those people that when I get it, I've got to get it wrapped. I've got to get it oh, really? tree. I, just, no. I can't let it sit. So my, my girlfriend and I, Amy. Hi, Amy. Yeah. We, uh, we need to get her on here. <laughs> yeah, she, she almost came today. Hey, that would have been but, good. Uh, hey we, would have, we would have set her up oh, with a yeah. microphone. Oh, yeah. Like, come on, get in here. So it's, yeah, uh, it's, I, I had one more mic with yeah, me. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we spent, I think we're up until like 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning wrapping Christmas presents last night. And just between the uh, you know, put on Casey Kasem on right. uh, iHeartRadio and right. just let it run. And I mean, it, were they the old, old Casey Kasem yeah, stuff? Yeah, really? they have an nice. entire channel of nothing nice. but the old American Top 40s. That's awesome. Yes. Wow. yes. And we just let that play and we're wrapping presents to the point of exhaustion. So it was a great, you know, it's a great way to spend an evening. One of my, I, I'm not, a, another thing, I'm really not a big fan of Christmas music per se. Depends. Now there's some there are some you know like I like I usually again I usually like our our uh, unconventional Christmas stuff True. you know like a Father Christmas by the Kinks and you know Fairy Tale of New York yes you know that type of story to the world mm-hmm. you know it's stuff like that like okay I can get behind this stuff you know uh, Weird Al's the, the Night Santa uh, went crazy is one of my or favorites Christmas at Ground Zero yes. which I'm probably going to use for the intro and outro on this uh, so nice <laughs> the Ramones the Ramones oh, Merry Christmas, Christmas I don't want to fight, fight yeah that kind of like I like that type of stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to like the traditional, even like traditional, mm-hmm. like, you know, Blue Christmas or any of that kind of stuff, you know, I'm like, right. but I will say this. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, I've always loved Chris Isaac. Okay. Love Chris Isaac. True. His Christmas album is spectacular mm-hmm. because it's still, it, it's got that Southern California, whatever, but it's still Christmas enough. Right. To where it's like, no, when I decorate the Christmas tree, this is what I'm listening to. See, you know, so that's uh, here's what's weird is I'm exactly the opposite. I've got a Pandora um, mm-hmm. station that I've been basically building for a decade at this point. Just Christmas songs. That's just it's it's. I started with um, the Christmas song. Okay. With Bing Crosby. Oh, I was gonna say Nat King Cole, but okay. With Bing Crosby, yeah. and I've basically been building it from there. But it's all that old. You know Frank Sinatra and Bing oh, yeah, Crosby, right, yeah, yeah. Nat King Cole, Pearl Ives, Pearl Ives uh, yeah. all of that old because that's what I grew up with. Mom, yeah, right? Oh yeah, we, yeah. We had a record player in the house, mm-hmm. and Mom had 
I think it okay. Here you go. Four, no, no, four no, no, five, no. Here, four or five record players, and a lot of them were from where the gas stations. Here you go. Would have you know you'd be able to get a Christmas record right. from the gas station when yeah. you filled up. Here, yeah. Here's your here's your here's your your uh, your classic movie trivia here. Oh goodness, oh, I'm in trouble there already. What movie? Tag baby, I got you. What movie introduced the song White Christmas? Oh, um, uh, Holiday Inn. Yes. Yep. Most people think it's White Christmas. It's like no, it was Holiday. No, it's Holiday Inn. Yeah, and it's like, and I love that. I love. You ain't gonna get me on a Danny Kaye joke, man. Come on now. <laughs> the, those two movies are actually two that I like to watch I during Christmas. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a Black and White Miracle on 34th Street yeah. guy. Okay. Um, it's a Wonderful Life right, guy. Right, right. And, and then I always have to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Of course. Of course. And my favorite meme this year that I've seen was a picture of, of course, Cassetti out there emptying his chemical mm-hmm. toilet into the, and it says, Twitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> and see, my favorite. That's good. That is really good. I have to admit. I wish that I had been. Awesome. I wish I had been the one to come up with it. And in fact, I had to go. I work for a local college, and I had to go to our our, our South Campus the other day, and over, um, you know, where they put the the safety messages over right. the interstate. Right, right. It says, "Cousin Eddie says Twitter's full. Put the phone down and that's, drive." Yeah, that's awesome. That's See, um, and that that's still. I mean, that that is one of the more. I I, I will say that that's become iconic. That is truly head. I've always status. loved that movie. I, I'll be honest. And I know this is a little bit blasphemous when I say this. That's the only one of the, of the vacation movies I, I care anything See, about. I still love the original. See, I, I never liked the original that I much. Like, I liked it well enough, and I really <laughs> never liked European Vacation. No. European and then don't okay. even get me started on Vegas Vacation, because no. that was just a... Well, let, let's be uh, honest. It was a money grab. It was. It Chevy was a, Chase is an abominable individual. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, he's just not a nice person. But not for some slightest. reason, in that movie, he actually comes across as likable. I think Bill Murray had the greatest line about him ever because apparently after you know Chevy they almost got into a fist fight that was the whole thing during that when, when Chevy Chase came back yeah. to uh, SNL after he left because he was only there for a year mm-hmm. and he left and came back to host and him and Bill Murray got into it backstage and as they're pulling and that was the whole that they almost got was it got, there or was it on the set of Caddyshack no it was that one yeah. okay. it was, well I think Caddyshack there was some of it with that because that was that was later. Yeah. Okay. But it was one, literally one of those things where they they had to pull them apart backstage, and as and as, as Bill Murray's walking away, he goes, "Medium talent." Wow. <laughs> yep. When, wow. When, when it comes down to the Chevy Chase or Bill Murray argument, Bill Murray every Bill Murray time. every time. Yeah. Well, you know the the whole thing. We are so far off. You know the whole thing about the you know when Comedy Central did, mm-hmm. did the, the roast. Yes. Have you I heard the story? Oh. You heard the story about this, Dave. You heard I it? don't believe they I did. Have. It was in two thousand four, two thousand five. So it was one of the there, first yeah. like roasts that they did. Sure. First off, no one. From SNL would would participate. Mm-mm. They they couldn't get anybody to come in. It was the roast of Chevy Chase. Okay. Yeah. When it was, it only aired one time. Yeah, like was, yeah, and you know how they run those things to death. Oh yeah. It only aired one time. It was a train wreck. It was a train wreck. And apparently, after it was over, Chevy Chase left and went back to his uh, hotel room and cried the whole rest of the night at how people hated him so much. Yeah. I mean, just like well, he kind of did it. To he did himself. it to himself. Well, I know. And the thing is, he hadn't. He hasn't changed any because we, we we've all heard about what happened on Community, with him it. and Dan Harmon and, and that kind of stuff. I yes. mean, it just. I'll say know. it. It's been said before. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's, it does a lot of things to a lot of people. Yeah. And you know. Got, By the way, 
if people ask me what I do, mm-hmm. and I basically tell them, I said, you, you know the show The IT Crowd? Mm-hmm. There you go. You know the you know the movie or the show Community. Yes. Okay. Take those two and combine them, and that's my that's life true. every day. So are you Richmond in the the in the, <laughs> the, the the server room? You know, dressed in goth and all this stuff. No, <laughs> not no. anymore. <laughs> one, one, one of my favorite memes that's come out has the picture from the IT crowd of him as Richmond hovering over Moss. Yeah. And it says on one side Noel Fielding, and on the other side is people just trying to bake. <laughs> yes, but, yes, that's uh, true. Well, gentlemen, I want to say thank yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, here. I know. We, we've kind of beat this horse to death, uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I think you need to come back. At yeah, some exactly. I, you know, I know we've been talking about expanding our uh, our podcast network, and Barry and I have been working on doing something ideas. for a we while. Had a few ideas. Um, and uh, also the thing with uh, Podbean, which is who we use, uh, just updated. Um, are we 2.0 compliant now? Well, it's one of those things that they just did a bunch of updates to where we can manage multiple accounts from, oh, nice. from one. Nice. Or like multiple nice. podcasts from one account. And so I'm like, okay, good. Because that was the whole thing before. It was like we were, I was going to have to make an account for each one of them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so I'm like, oh, no, if cool. I can just go in and do them all from this I'd, one spot. So hopefully they will, they'll upgrade to the new podcasting 2.0. 2.0, I know. So that so way. Adam Curry, yeah. The so, Podfather, you know, right. that way we can start putting chapters and all that. And you can go yep. in and clip so, us up. You you have to listen to the Jonathan Colton song, a Pod Safe Christmas song. Okay. Because it makes mention to Adam Curry. Oh, yeah? It's basically the takeoff of the Chipmunks song. Oh, really? It oh, is a nice, priceless. Nice. Okay. Yes, well, Christmas cool. songs are for another episode. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a whole. You know, we did one last year, so <laughs> yeah, we did. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, you can get in touch with us all of our um, uh, social media. It's, it's in the show notes. Show notes. We're basically Project X Pod at everything except for Parlor, which doesn't have the pod. It's just Project Gen X. Which, uh, and so, I yeah, I know. I what, believe what, me. What are you I have doing kind of, over there? I have kind of started like staying away from over there quite a bit. So. <laughs> you, you kind of you kind of. <laughs> Let your mind slip a little yeah, bit over there. a little there. bit. Well, you know, it, it is what it is. It's 2020. So. <laughs> <laughs> he just slept uh, yesterday. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, But, yeah, guys, thank you so much, Barry. Thank you for coming back. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thanks we love for you, being bud. here. Absolutely. We absolutely. absolutely love you, and you're welcome back here anytime. We appreciate and, uh, so, uh, it. And so definitely next time we get Amy in here. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> oh, then the gloves are off. <laughs> we, we, we may have a breakup live on mic. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me to get that seven-second button installed exactly. before she gets here. You, you do have Kevlar, right? I, I may we, need it. We, we, we can, Just we kidding, can, sweetie. We can separate you guys. we got plenty of room in here. So <laughs> That is Ellen Smith. And that is Big Dave. And we are we're joined by... Barry Webb. There we go. Uh, guy, hey, where can, we get, where can people find you? Uh, currently, uh, wherever I'm at. Uh, <laughs> that is the best answer I think we could ever go out on. So, guys, <laughs> thank you so very much. And we will see you next time. See ya.